From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Wednesday, April 27, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. New steps are being taken to force the Ohio Redistricting Commission to fulfill its duty of drawing constitutional legislative district maps before next week's deadline. ONN's Andrew Kinsey reports. A new lawsuit has been filed asking for the Ohio Supreme Court to order the Ohio Redistricting Commission to meet and start making new legislative maps by this Friday. The court issued a May 6th deadline for new maps to be drawn after striking down four sets of maps. The lawsuit also asks for the independent map makers to be rehired after not being able to finish their work last time. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Text messages and other documents show that Republican Congressman Jim Jordan of Urbana was heavily involved in several key White House meetings and communiques leading up to and during the deadly riot at the U.S. Capitol last January. ONN's Daniel Barnett has the story. The Columbus Dispatch reports that the House Select Committee found that Congressman Jim Jordan communicated repeatedly with Chief of Staff Mark Meadows on possible ways to overturn the 2020 election. The new trove of information does not, however, show Jordan advocating or condoning violence. The Urbana Republican has acknowledged speaking with Trump on January 6th after the Capitol attack, but has refused to discuss his role with the panel probing the insurrection by Trump supporters. Daniel Barnett, ONN News. A Southern Ohio woman has been sentenced to six months in jail for killing a puppy last year. ONN's Richard Solomon reports. The Ross County Humane Society says Cynthia Temple Colburn has been sentenced for dragging the puppy named Blake on a leash behind her vehicle, which led to the puppy's death. It happened July 6th last year. She pled guilty to a felony charge of animal cruelty. The Humane Society says the judge handed down the maximum sentence, 180 days in jail, along with other fines, And she's not allowed to own a companion animal ever again. In Columbus, Richard Solomon. The vice president is one of the latest Americans to get the coronavirus. Vice President Kamala Harris is not showing any symptoms while she remains in quarantine at her home. Dr. Ajish Jha, White House COVID coordinator, says Harris last saw President Biden last week during the Easter egg event on the White House grounds. I wouldn't say it's just a matter of time, but of course it is possible that the president, like any other American, could get COVID. The bottom line is he is vaccinated and boosted. He is very well protected. He's got very good protocols around him to protect him from getting infected. But there is no 100% anything. A new CDC study found that the coronavirus has already infected more than half the U.S. population, including three-quarters of those under 18. Dr. Leila Javidi is with Central Ohio Primary Care in the Columbus suburb of Gahanna. We're all still worried about it, but I think, if anything, we can look at the past two years and see that, on the whole, the measures that we have taken have mostly prevented children from suffering significant illness. I think that if you have a child who has special health considerations, you have to continue doing these protective measures. As of now, the FDA has not made a decision on booster shots for kids. Governor Mike DeWine has awarded $3.7 million in grants to local law enforcement agencies as part of the new Ohio Violent Crime Reduction Grant Program. This is the first round of funding. It includes 18 grants for 21 local law enforcement agencies. Spirit Airlines has announced a temporary hiatus at the Akron-Canton Airport and plans to restart flights at that airport in November. 
2022 is turning out to be a complicated year for Ohio farmers. ONN's Dan Cummins explains. Inflation's been a hot topic for everyone. That's affecting agriculture, too. Farming is normally high risk, high reward, but this year more so. Fuel, seed, chemicals have gone up 300% in some cases. The war in Ukraine is making things even worse. That country is one of the top grain producers in the world, and they feed much of Europe. So the USA will have to have a really good year to pick up the slack and feed the world. Reporting in Fulton County, I'm Dan Cummins. In northwest Ohio, Bill Buckenmeyer is a third-generation farmer who grows corn, soybeans, and wheat on 4,000 acres in Lucas and Fulton counties. Like in the Hydrus, where we, it's our main for, source of nitrogen for corn. Uh, last year, we were paying around $500. This year, it's... 1600. Nathan Baker of Waldron has farms in Lucas and Williams counties. Because we're spending a lot more dollars per acre to plant that crop. And if we have poor weather this summer, we have a drought, we have a flood, whatever, or we have a 2019 spring where we just can't get the crop planted altogether, we have a lot more to lose. Best Buy has issued a recall for about 635,000 Insignia brand air fryers sold in the U.S. because of a fire hazard. ONN's Dave James reports. The recall was prompted by 68 reports in the U.S. and 36 in Canada of the air fryers catching on fire, burning, or melting, with at least two people suffering injuries. The units were sold online or at Best Buy locations nationwide between November 2018 and this past February. Best Buy is contacting customers, but more info is available at bestbuy.com. Dave James, ONN News. Cleveland State University is making a change at the top. ONN's Isabel Lawrence has the story. In 2018, Harlan Sands was named the new president of Cleveland State University. But Sands is out, with Provost Dr. Laura Bloomberg taking over effective immediately. In a statement, the university said the Board of Trustees and Sands, quote, mutually agreed that it was best that Sands and the university part ways over differences regarding how the university should be led in the future. The abrupt change in leadership coming as a surprise to many. I'm Isabel Lawrence. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.